0: we're here we're back for another idol on postmortem did we...
1: everyone stop at the convenience store get your snacks oh i already ate an entire bag of combos for today i've got a baja blast next to me so that's sick i have I've also got
2: a mandarin orange
0: i have uh nothing but my girlfriend is cooking dinner in the other room so oh nice <laughs> yes. i
2: I did my best to get all of the notable chili snacks from, from the trip i've got some uh like Little uh, pressed cured meat stick things. I've uh-huh. got a hot dog. I've got combos. I've got. chips. <laughs> I, I like that you said pressed cured meat
0: sticks, like as though
2: you so know like combos. <laughs>
0: they pay us apparently, but
2: not Slim Jim. I mean, it's not a Slim Jim. And okay. Neither was the. Neither were the ones Chili had. Oh okay okay,
0: okay. uh huh.
2: Yeah, Luke. There were little. There were little. There were little mini weenies which I couldn't find, so I found the oh. next best thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. We did a whole season of this dang show, y'all. Yeah. we sure did. It's been a month and a half since we've
3: talked to each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, some of us. Some of us.
0: Yeah, three of us have continued to record things with like a one-week break, I think.
3: I, uh, I have to talk to Luke every fucking week.
0: <laughs> That's <Rip>. true. <laughs> That's true. We have to talk about like your every favorite TV show week. while me and Ashley are like, yeah, it's pretty good. uh we have a bunch of questions molly you asked me to paste these questions into the discord in advance so y'all could think about your answers and i did do that for all the questions i had at the time but we got like 10 more since then it's been four days since you posted questions Uh uh-huh yeah uh (laughs) yeah yeah I guess we'll, let's just, we'll manage. Yeah, let's dive in. Let me scroll up to where I posted those. Let's—I should have done this in it's not advance. That far up. But you know what? These are wet and wild episodes. That's not the right thing to say. These are just um, loose and <laughs> goose episodes. Listen, these—I'm
4: I'm not not taking off my t-shirt. Okay.
2: Well, listen. I was promised there would be no, no, foul no, no, no foul loose in this recording. If if you've gotten back on that, we've got a problem.
0: <laughs> anyway. Uh, we've got an email from Pete Shaka who sent, uh, oh no, these are not Pete Shaka's questions. I didn't check who this was. Sorry to <laughs> <you> whoever <laughs> sent these in. <laughs> we got a lot of questions. I'm sorry. I'm a, I am a disorganized man. <laughs> anyway, question number one. Who's each character's main on Smash Bros. if they play? Uh,
4: Chris definitely mains Cloud and the recently early Sephiroth.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um,
4: but I think, uh, he'd... I think he, like, does like to dabble in the other sword characters as well. Every time a sword character comes out, uh, he is the one person who is still happy about it. Yeah,
0: you're it. really making me hate Chris now.
1: <laughs> uh, Luke, Luke, I have a question Yeah, first. what's up? So, we've established that Sega's still making consoles <laughs> in Eidolon. So, is Sonic in Smash?
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. I mean, at this point, he probably wasn't in, like, Brawl, but now they're branching out so much, probably. Sure. Yeah.
1: I... Uh, in that case, yeah, Harvey would main Terry, but he would also
0: do a lot of Sonic. I also have a hard... For some reason, I imagine Harvey as not playing any video game released after, like, the year 2000. I mean, Harvey definitely would have played Sonic Spinball. Like, I feel like Harvey is, like, he'll play Smash 64, and that is it. <laughs> He plays
4: Smash when he's over at
1: somebody else's house and he's like, man, there's so many characters here. This is fucked up. Right. Uh (laughs) He got the Nintendo Switch just because he wanted the free NES and SNES that come with Switch Online. Right.
3: (laughs) He already has the... (gasps) Uh, Yeah, he owns a SNES. We we saw him use it. (laughs) Yeah, but now it's portable. <laughs>
0: He's
2: so fucking stupid, bro. Chris is Chris is just constantly telling him, no, dude, I can just install an emulator on your phone, and Harvey's like, no, I don't want to, like, screw up my phone, you know? It's, it's my life.
4: Just, just let me
2: kit it. Chili, if
0: uh, Chris taught Chili how to play... I, t- I called you Chili, Lexi. Lexi, if Chris <laughs> taught Chili how to play Smash oh, Bros. Brothers...
2: Uh, hang on, hang on, there's somebody at my door. Uh, oh. Yes? uh Hi, I can answer this one.
0: Oh, great. Okay, Chili, if you were taught how to play Super Smash Brothers, who would you main?
2: uh I like the guy who does a little sword thing. Uh, he's a little. He's round. He's got wings. Oh, Meta Knight. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the only move I know how to do though, so I just do
0: that a lot. That's yeah. Uh huh. Just slapping the big red green A button with your paw. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, Molly. What about Virginia?
3: Thinking like Lucina, maybe. That's yeah, I can see that. Or probably
2: Zelda.
4: Yeah, 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 Zelda's yeah. yeah. Zelda's my my
2: Dustin's actual main. Zelda's cool. Zelda actually, Zelda and cool. Smash Bros. has a lot of Virginia energy. Actually, <laughs> yeah. she does like a glass shield thing sometimes. Right.
3: Oh yeah, I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah, I'm just yeah, like yeah. looking at this roster. Like I don't play this fucking game. She also Virginia does is summon, always I... summoning a suit of armor. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yep, that's, she that's definitely be. she's definitely the character in the show who does that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, yeah. Uh let's keep going here. Uh this one's for me. Luke, were there any moments of Buckwild player decisions that you were actually able to predict? In general, we talked about this on pop. They did not surprise me as much as I maybe made it seem. Y'all, I feel like we were pretty simpatico for most of the yeah. campaign. Yeah. You really didn't throw me that much. Like it seemed like you were generally picking up what I was putting down and like leaning into it, as opposed to be like, "Yeah, well, what about this asshole?" Yeah. Uh, Harvey, you covered empire. Only...
3: I feel like you didn't get.
0: Yeah, that one was a bit of a, a swerve on me, for sure. You can tell because there were a ton of notes for that session that had nothing to do with what happened in that episode. <laughs> <laughs> like the big battle royale in New Jersey was supposed to be that episode. You put Chris in prison. I did. I just figured you'd bust him out and go. Well I mean yeah,
2: we but did it takes Eventually. a while to bust somebody
3: out of prison. It that yeah. turns out, yeah. yeah
2: <laughs> especially when you when we're going to bust somebody out of prison, you're like, no, actually you're definitely gonna fight these other guys first.
0: Yeah, That's yeah, true. yeah. That and uh the one that I feel like I should have predicted and didn't was uh I did not think y'all were gonna just go kill Michael Valentine.
4: <laughs> you really should have known!
0: I thought you were just going to be like, well, this sucks, let's go, let's get away from here. He was mind-controlling Virginia! Yeah! And not in a fun way! <laughs> <I> mean, what, <laughs> God. I mean, what
4: else were we going to do?
0: <laughs> there was perhaps some end-game exposition that could have gone a lot more smoothly if one of the main villains was around to deliver it. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah, but fuck that guy. Sure.
1: Rip the ham. Yeah, no, I'm glad he's a house now.
0: I am also glad he's a house now. It just made for a clunky scene or two. I
2: don't know, Luke. I feel like any clunkiness was definitely offside by the number of times we got to say, Michael, oh yeah, he's a house
0: now. Oh, it was great. It was great. I'm just saying, yeah, having a frogman show up and be like, oh yeah, let me kind of tell you what I think the plot of this is, but I wasn't really here for it, so I don't know for sure was well, maybe not the most elegant way to do it. <laughs> yeah, but that's, so, also that's why I like what
2: Beelzebub. been our goal here.
3: <laughs> it's my goal. I got, like, two. Yeah. yeah.
0: We have two Ellie
3: characters in this one. I don't know.
0: What were you saying, Dustin? Oh, I was, I was saying
4: I I'd like Beelzebub more, so. That's true. Beelzebub. You know,
1: Beelzebub whips. I cannot <laughs> wait for him to show up again in season two.
0: Fuck uh, us over, probably. Probably. Oh, uh, almost assuredly. Uh, let's see here. Uh, if one character from one team had been on the other team from the start of the campaign, who would have made things go off the rails even more? Who of you would have made Pop go even nuttier? It's gotta be Harvey, right? It's Harvey's easy answer. I I
1: feel like Harvey would have just been more firepower, but wouldn't have actually made things go off the rails more. Yeah. I feel like...
3: That might be true.
1: So this is gonna be a weird answer, because if it had happened who knows if the same things would have even happened with her but what if virginia
0: were there uh-huh, uh-huh.
1: and uh, assuming yeah. she still ended up being an angel like right. that's still oh, what that's, Luke that definitely would have
0: yeah. yeah made the dramatic arc of that a lot different i was honestly thinking um because the thing is that like part of what made pop go so far off the rails is Sloane being both self-centered enough at the start to like go do something fucked up for her own benefit and also, like, rash enough to, like, do the, like, very big, like, straightforward move that ends up getting everybody in trouble. And also, you know, Quentin's doing stuff. Listen, they all contributed. Uh, but I feel like most of the people in Rock are gonna be, like, smart enough to be like, well, I'm not doing that. That's obviously a bad idea.
3: (laughs) Yeah. I think
0: maybe, though, not having any ill will, Chili might have just really wanted some food and gotten into some places of the estate that she wasn't supposed to be. (laughs)
2: <laughs> you know chili was that. extremely eager to just like explore that place yeah,
0: yeah. chili would have gotten one of go those like egg grapes cannabis. and been like fuck this i'm finding the kitchen
3: amazing <laughs> we've gotten so a lucky. little bow tie
0: oh yeah <laughs> let's see um we got time
3: to find more chili accessories. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs>
0: Uh, When making your Eidolons, did y'all start with the power you wanted and find a song for it, or start with a song, album, or lyrics, or whatever to find a power for it? So, like, did you start with the Eidolon and then name it, or did you start with a song name and go from there?
4: Uh, I sort of, like, kind of both. I knew I wanted to do an Infiltrator, um, but beyond that, like, the first thing I started with was the song. Like, I knew I wanted to do either a My Chemical Romance song or a um, Splashdown song. Mm. Um, And I ended up going with Splashdown's Iron Spy. And then from there just was like, okay, well, just thought about the name and the lyrics and came up with the power from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Up to days before our first recording, I still had no idea what I was going to do for an actual idol on. Like, I was thinking of songs I liked, because, like, I know a lot of rock songs, and it just was like, okay, that one I know has been in JoJo's. That one, I love the song. I don't know what I do with it. You know, I just kind of bouncing stuff around, and nothing was fitting. And then uh, it was a couple of nights before we recorded. Like, I was literally laying in bed trying to fall asleep when all of a sudden, like, the lyrics from Little Lies popped in my head, and I'm like, oh, wait, this was fucking perfect for an Eidolon. (laughs) And, like, the entire thing came together in, like, seconds after that.
0: Yeah, you, um, along with uh, Zoe, are probably the most JoJo haters on this podcast, yet you have the most Iraqi-esque music taste. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) I I think, for me, Harvey basically popped into my head fully formed. I was reading the book and I was like, "Oh, the virtuoso would be fun. What would be cool for, good for that? Oh, it's like a pinball and I can fire it and I can be like the mista and constantly get my ass kicked by my own stand." <laughs> it only happened once.
0: Yeah, it didn't is, happen that you know. much.
1: Um and then I was like, "Okay, he's a dipshit. I know he doesn't wear a shirt. He's got a cool jacket." And i just sort of you know, I bounced from one thing to the other much the way a pinball bounces around the playfield. Uh-huh. Uh, and I did definitely know from the start that I wanted to do an OK Go song yeah. for my uh, idol on, just because they're one of my favorite bands. Good so band. I was like, uh, "Yeah, no, fuck it, here it goes again." That sounds pinballish.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh...
3: Um, I definitely had the name first because I think only the good Dion is a great fucking name for something. <laughs> yeah, it's real it good. Is uh i think i had a power for that no <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not
4: i didn't even know what it looked like
3: until luke asked me on
4: the podcast i mean like to be fair uh in jojo is oftentimes the name of the stand does not make any sense for what power they have so right yeah 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 <laughs> you know
0: yeah sure. in general we have way more logical names that was the fucking joke with presidents of the united states is that every one of their eidolons was like obviously wrong in an easily fixable way (laughs)
3: um yeah i'm i'm terrible at pre-planning characters (laughs) (laughs) i am awful at it Uh, i'm
1: just staring at my extensive notes for season two on
3: yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) i won't get too into it oh i mean we've talked about it some i have some stuff but basically nothing (laughs) right I've got like five pages or some shit, and some of it might <laughs> not, not even come up. I
2: have the vibes.
0: Yeah. The vibes Damn. are what you need. They'll they'll take you.
2: Damn, all this planning y'all are doing.
0: Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I uh opened up a document to say pop GM notes twenty four and have uh one sentence written into it so far. That's <laughs> Uh let's see here. Uh, will future seasons continue to split narrative or be consolidated to one? We answered this on Pop. It's absolutely going back to being split. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah.
3: Um, I think we have to meet up at the end, but...
0: Uh, Like I said on, uh, Pop, I have no idea if and when you'll all meet again. Um, the end seems like the most logical point for it to happen, but who can say? Yeah. Possible it could be. But I can't imagine
4: us doing it for more than, like, a couple episodes
0: i can also imagine it being a case of someone being like yeah i just can't make this work sorry and we just can't do a yeah. crossover like yeah to yes. an extent it is determined by people's schedules mm-hmm. i
2: think i think it might be neat if we can't do a full one again which boy it was hard enough to do it the first time um doing like a crossover that's just like some characters from one meet up with some characters from the other show could be fun
0: oh yeah like swaps swaps and party members right yeah just for
2: just for an episode yeah
0: who knows who knows who even knows what season two is nobody that's who (laughs) Uh, uh let's see here then these are the pete shaka questions uh number one seeing as iron spy never went berserk like other eidolons what might that have looked like i had an iron spy phantom fight written up Yeah, the GM notes. Uh, Yeah, I was deciding between whether to have Here It Goes Again or Iron Spy go berserk at the end, so I had to write up ideas for both of them. The idea for Iron Spy was going to be basically that Flamingo Chris took control of Iron Spy and was going to try to assert itself as, like, the real Chris. uh, Because that was already, like, an anxiety that Chris had expressed back at the Neutral Milk Hotel. Yeah. Um. And that, I ended up not going that way, mainly because uh, that seemed like it was too similar to the Ursa shadow fight that had just happened.
1: Also, I just don't see Flamingo Chris doing that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I think it would paint Flamingo Chris in a more antagonistic light than intended. Agreed. Very sinister.
0: And I also really wanted to name an episode, here it goes again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair I wanted to use that, uh, lyric quote For the show notes from, like, the beginning Uh, uh, let's see What else we got, uh, was there a greater plot in mind For Ruby Wednesday at some point? Kinda Kinda Uh You blew
3: her up quick Well, right, <laughs> yeah. so,
0: originally, she was gonna be the Cecilia character, and then I, d- I think just because you Created Cecilia during character creation And, uh like, had a bond with her in Virginia. I was like, okay, well, it should be Cecilia then, not Ruby. Um, and then I blew her up, and then I was like, I don't know, I feel bad about blowing her up. Uh, here's just a fun <laughs> thing where she actually lived, and uh, this will come back somehow later. It'll be fine. And uh, then it didn't, really. <laughs> she found her dad. She found her dad! <laughs> he sucks. He sucks.
4: Lots of shitty dads. Yeah, yeah that ended up kind of
0: ended up being a theme of rock. That yeah, yeah,
4: all of us have shitty dads.
0: <laughs> now, to be fair, Chili just
2: didn't have a dad. Right, right. I, I actually don't
4: know much about Fox social structures.
2: Uh, typically, structure. no, typically both parents will raise the young for the first like year or so, and then they all split off, basically. Uh, okay. Uh, but Chili's backstory specifically is for some reason it was just her and her mom. No Okay. No siblings and no dad around. Maybe something happened there. She honestly doesn't know. She was very small.
4: I'm sure David Attenborough will let us know in a documentary about her. Aww. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: but yeah, basically I had I wanted it to end up coming to something and it just sort of didn't. Originally, it was going to be a thing where if the pop group hadn't uh, busted out of being tied up in uh, the casino, she was the failsafe that she and fucking... She had, like, managed to rope in... Uh, oh my god, I'm blanking on his name, Pinball Guy. Jack? Yeah, she would managed to rope in Jack to helping her, and they break in at the same time and just happen to, like, help out. Um, but then that didn't... That wasn't necessary because they got out on their own. So I was like, I should give them some kind of capper. Alright, I'll just add this coda. About her just being tired. <laughs> Honestly, mood. Yeah. And uh, then the world ended, so this time she's probably dead for real. Probably. Probably. We're one out. Because if she has one character trait in this show, it's that she definitely stays dead when I kill her off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. Maybe
1: that's her eidolon. <laughs> never thought about that? Mm. She just can't be killed.
0: Hmm. <laughs> uh, let's see here. If the Jawbreakers received their eidolons the way the Pop Crew did, which tarot cards would they have grabbed? Yeah,
4: we kind of had internal discussions about this in the Discord. Um, yeah, I'm not very good at at tarot meanings. Yeah. Um, so uh, Luke suggested one for me, and I I agree with it. I think uh, the best one for Chris would be death.
0: Yeah, I like death. You know, that's, it's change, it's evolution and all that stuff. And that's definitely, maybe not at the start, but that's the art Chris has for sure. Yes. I'm uh, only just for...
2: getting into Tarot, but I feel like Chili, at the start of the game especially, is like quintessentially the fool. Yeah, she's full of potential. Yeah, Like that card is all about leaving, leaving the comfort of your existing world to go into a new adventure. And that's literally her arc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. baby.
0: Yeah. She is baby. That's true.
3: Fortunis uh, <laughs> is
2: the moon.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, I was thinking Harvey's was either the Wheel of Fortune or the Star.
3: I think
0: Luke. I think sense. you
1: said the Star fit.
0: Yeah, I, I, Star was my poll. Just because I, when I hear Wheel of Fortune, I'm like, well, it's Lady Luck. No one else gets that one. But Wheel of Fortune does make <laughs> sense for Harvey. <laughs> 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 she called it. No,
3: Wheel of Fortune is Pat say Jack,
0: please. <laughs> <laughs> uh lost my place here. Let me find where I was. Okay, here we go. Um howdy y'all. Hope everything's going well for y'all. Uh thanks for the very good content. Y'all are great at weaving an enticing narrative and help spark my own creativity, launching me out of the major funk I've been in recently. That's nice of you to say. Uh, I forgot to send questions for the pop postmortem, so please convey these sentiments to them as well. Anyway, here are some totally random questions that I'm asking for no reason. Uh, to the group, do any of the characters listen to podcasts? If so, which ones? As a side, do they make podcasts? We already know Harvey has at least <laughs> one, but has he done any others? Has he convinced any of the others to guest, or does he just pay random college students every time?
1: <laughs> I think he probably convinced Chris to guest like, once or twice. Okay. But I think mostly he is just on Craigslist like, listen, I
3: will give you I will give you my crime money if you (laughs) talk about pinball with me. Uh, He's desperately been trying to get Virginia on the podcast for like a year and she's just like, I I don't I don't know what pinball is really.
0: (laughs) I'm imagining him trying to get that like bartender at the very start of Rock One that is like asking you guys how your weekend was and immediately regretting it. Because you're a bunch of <laughs> dorks. Uh, I,
4: I, made, I made a kind of joke about it um, when I did the in-character ad read, uh-huh. um, but I do genuinely think that Chris has a YouTube channel that he uploads, like, his urban exploration to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as well as, like, occasionally, like, when Chili learns a new trick, like, he'll record her and upload that. Sure. Though, though he is, <laughs> and although he does like that, uh everyone seems to like Chili. He is mildly jealous of those <laughs> always getting more views
0: and likes than his urban exploration videos. Uh if Chili can start a podcast, what does she do?
2: Ah, uh, I think actually at some point in the future Chili's going to get super into VTubing.
4: <laughs> <Sure>. Perfect.
2: <laughs> Her VTuber avatar is literally just little eyes and like she she yeah. just sits S- sits on her lap and just, just uh, plays Super
0: Smash Brothers and mashes the A button as Meta Knight.
2: Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Big scandal when uh, whatever, you know, weird Eidolon magic she's using to actually be able to record her voice right. fails and uh, for a while all they can just hear is Fox screams. Just uh-huh. a lot of yipping. <laughs> Chili the Fox voice reveal. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see
0: here. uh how old is everyone, or you know how old were they before the world ended?
4: I believe I said Chris was twenty one i I always imagined him as
0: like a senior in college, yeah, like the end of college, and then I think we said harvey was like twenty five ish
1: yeah somewhere
3: somewhere around that, yeah I feel like twenty seven uh, but granted like technically three <laughs> or something, yeah, like ten. And- <laughs>
2: Yeah, Chili's Chili's at the ripe old age of two.
4: Damn. Virginia goes by anime rules. Right.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) I don't like it when you say it, but it is true. Uh, what were the characters' childhoods like? Any interesting childhood stories? Wait, does Vic- Uh, this is Victoria. It's the- the Victoria. <laughs> Someone uh, this- somebody in the Discord said, sorry, I put Victoria instead of Virginia. You are in good company because I made the same mistake like three times in the early <laughs> episodes. Sure did. <laughs> uh, does Virginia even have memories of a childhood? Did Michael bother giving her false memories when presumably he removed anything about her creation and getting taught how to exist and whatnot? Or is it more of a hazy idea of a memory where, if asked about, like, the name of the school she attended, she may remember that she went to a school but can't quite grasp uh, what it might have been called? Uh, Do you want to start with everyone else so we can circle back to the Virginia stuff? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Chili, what was your childhood like? We kind of touched on it already.
2: Uh, Yeah, um, I actually got into this a bit on Twitter one time, um, which good luck fucking finding that now because locked accounts don't get much... uh... Don't let you search back too far, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Chili, uh grew up in an alley behind a pasta emporium, and forgot um, about pasta her... emporium. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just her and her mom until you know she got old enough to be off on her own, and uh, her mom just kind of left. So she she hung out back there until she got chased away. Um, I've actually got a. The details of how, like, that happened and how she met Chris and stuff kind of in my head. Yeah. Now, Lexi, is it
0: deliberate that this is upsettingly close to Garfield's origin story? No! (laughs) (laughs) Where he was born in an Italian restaurant and that's why he loves lasagna?
2: Now, Chili did get into the Pasta Emporium one time and eat a whole bunch of pasta that they were cooking. Uh Uh-huh. Uh huh. How does Chili feel about lasagna? Oh, she likes it. I how, mean, d- how does she feel about Mondays? Indifferent. Uh, hmm. Does she know what a Monday is? Yeah, <laughs> no, days of the week isn't really a concept she's had to worry <laughs> yeah. about in the it's like five days. days she's been sentient. If confronted
0: yeah, think... with an obnoxious, smaller, cuter version of herself, what uh, country would uh, Chili conspire to ship them to? I don't think Chili
2: knows other countries. <laughs>
4: Ch- chili suddenly asking Chris, so Chris, what are borders about and why do we have them? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no no no, Chili implicitly understands borders. Like you gotta realize that's right. a very important concept in the animal world.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying fan artists should give me art of Chili as Garfield and oh, Chris God. as uh, John. Oh no. Oh <laughs> no. Italian <laughs> chili.
3: <laughs> chili is honorary Italian.
0: <laughs> Chris, I feel like you're the person we, like, got the least of their childhood from. Yeah, I think... So the thing about Chris's
4: childhood is that it's largely uneventful. And, like, I I touched on it a little bit in the early episodes with Chris's frustrations about, like, his life up to now. Mm -hmm. And that one of the major reasons, like, he he even join the mob or like did his urban exploration and stuff is that it was a kind of a way for him to you know act out I guess and, and do something that was not on the specific path that his parents laid out for him mm-hmm. um, so I, I Chris's life is one of not necessarily not really hardship um, but rather of um almost almost smothering care sure sure i suppose you could say um i haven't really thought about like interesting childhood stories though yeah um that's fine and also some of this stuff i want to save till season 2 cuz i huh. i discussed <laughs> Some ideas with Luke a couple days ago. Yeah, but uh, I told I you heard.
0: that these ideas are interesting, but they don't make any sense because Chris died along with the rest of the universe. So, all oh, right, yes, that's a good point.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, uh, Maxie, what about uh, Harvey?
1: So, I think Harvey kind of had the opposite childhood experience from Chris. Yeah. Like, um, his dad died when he was pretty young, is what I've been figuring. Uh, yeah. Probably when he was just like six or seven. Uh, and that's kinda why he ended up latching onto uh Jack Stern so much as a surrogate father figure. Yeah, I,
0: I forget how much of this was stuff you actually told me, but in my mind Harvey as a kid was like a little like orphan ragamuffin stealing change out of like arcade machines that the arcade jack owned.
4: <laughs>
0: Fucking Dickensian child.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know I don't know that it's quite that bad. I don't think he's he was like wandering the streets, but like Please sir, can I have some more quarters? <laughs>
0: Please sir, can I have another pinball? Like,
1: like, I've been picturing him as not a good student, not great at making friends, uh-huh. and the arcade was kind of his refuge, okay. and he definitely did, like, the quarter on a string trick. Sure.
0: Well, I apologize for implying it was more like what I said through the Tayoth monologue then. Oh, no, like, no, I mean, that monologue, I think, was still spot on. Like, okay. he was a lonely fucking kid. Right,
4: right. Yeah, it was general <laughs> enough that it still applies, I think.
0: yeah. So then, yeah, with Virginia, I definitely took it as like she kind of like yeah, I don't know, I I went to school. That's what people do. Yeah,
3: yeah. I think it's definitely that latter part. Yeah, uh, where like she remembers that she went to a school. Because uh, like when when uh, Michael asks her like what school did you go to? or where did you go to school, she said she just says Las Vegas. Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Duh. Yeah some real like self inception kind of thing where you just kind of assume you had a childhood and your brain just fills in the blanks yeah yeah i see it as
0: like he basically wiped her like conscious memories of her time with him and then she wakes up in her apartment in vegas like a couple years before the show starts and just kind of like fills in the gaps of like well i'm awake in here so i guess this is my apartment yeah it's my apartment of course and then just kind of goes um, from there just like roxas yeah much like roxas (laughs) Yeah, sure. I <laughs> don't
3: know enough about Roxas, apparently.
4: Th- what you don't th- worry, I, you like I know enough like about Roxas. 2.
3: Yeah, I like Kingdom like... Hearts 2 a lot. How do you not know about Roxas? I know about Roxas, I just, you know, that okay. doesn't seem like Kingdom Hearts 2. I don't know. Okay.
2: <laughs> Let me tell you about Roxas.
3: <laughs> New hit podcast thought... from Audio Entropy. No. I thought you were referencing like 358 over 2. No. Oh,
4: no, I was specifically referencing the, the prologue of KH2. Hey, you want to
3: talk about the prologue of KH2? I'm probably going to be
1: leaning
0: into that a little bit at Mm. some point. Mm. Interesting. All right, yeah, let's see here. Uh, Will backstories ever get more thoroughly explored, or will they remain just as is currently stated, allowing people to come to their own ideas and conclusions for the characters? Well, again, the characters all died and the world ended, so I don't really think there will be an opportunity to explore any of this. Uh, also... I mean i just
2: I just mentioned i've I've got some ideas kicking around for some prequel stories about chili, sure,, yeah. I just don't see how they could ever come up in the show, oh, yeah, no, I mean, it's all extra canonical but... right
0: <laughs> Lexi is the
4: meme of like the like thin book the uh o c backstory I say versus the o c backstory I have in my head,
0: right, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh.
3: Uh. <laughs> yeah small I mean, book Idol on Rock if Chili had a gun. Yeah I
4: was
0: thinking the same
3: thing.
1: Chili very easily could have had a gun. Yeah, little Lies nice could have win. picked
0: up a gun at any time. Just borrow Chili. doesn't first. want a gun. No.
2: No no, Chili hates guns. Yeah. Guns <laughs> uh
0: yeah, I think the short answer to this is I don't know, fucking spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> sure (laughs) like maybe who knows who could say yeah uh how do y'all feel about the fact that other people i.e. fans will have their own head canons and interpretations of your characters that will probably diverge from your own is it an everyone's ideas are interesting and they're all valid in their own ways or is it more of a think what you want but you're wrong and the only true version of my character is my own Uh, i think largely the former um unless
4: it's again i haven't I don't know where Eidolon is being talked about other than like uh people on Twitter that I'm not following and well look, look, I can't follow everyone on Twitter but like <laughs> I mostly I mostly only know about what people are saying either in the audio interview Discord or the people I actually already follow on Twitter.
0: You heard it here oh. first listener. Dustin's too much of a big shot for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
4: it's more like I've just uh I just don't know that many people. Sure. Uh <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, I, I think it's largely the former unless it would be something that just feels totally uh, wrong for House, like Chris would behave, I guess. Um, yeah. But, like, largely, you know, just whatever. Do what you want. I don't care. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I want to qualify that even in the most broad sense, everyone's ideas are not necessarily interesting or valid because, like, there are definitely things you could think of for our characters that are just straight up wrong.
0: Uh
2: in the sense of like morally. Uh
4: huh, sure. Yeah, that's sort of what yeah. I was getting
2: at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are there are lines that I feel would definitely cross where any of us are Sure. Um you know, are morally and uh that's not cool. Yeah. Um but I mean as long as you're not going weird or gross places with the characters, uh yeah, I mean I'm not a huge fan of hyper control over intellectual property. Like, yeah, yeah. Write your own, write, write Chili, the Fox fan fiction. That would be awesome. I don't think I get
0: to end the season on like a weird, uh, ambiguous note that's open for interpretation, and then get mad at people interpreting it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: I just I reserve the right to contradict your head canons at any point with whatever I come yeah. up with
0: my character. That's yeah,
2: about that's you. pretty much how I feel. Yeah. yeah,
0: you know, do what you want. Yes, yeah, the uh, Star
4: Wars Extended Universe
0: out here. Yeah, yeah. Follow-up, in that vein, if someone were to ever write a fic, they wrote fix, so I don't know if that was autocorrect fucking them or if they meant, like, fix fic or what. I'm gonna just guess it's supposed to be fic. Write a fic yeah. about any of the characters. Would you like to see it, or would you rather people kept that to themselves? Yes, I want to see it. <laughs> I would read the fuck out of Eidolon fanfiction. Are you kidding me? I may not have... ever
3: say a word about it, but I'd read it. Yeah, same. I
2: have... Explicitly asked that on appear in AO as an AO3 category at some
4: point. So. Uh, I would read any fanfics that are not sexual in nature.
2: <laughs> yeah, okay, yes. Yes.
0: Yeah, you can send those ones over to me.
2: Do <laughs> oh. not under any circumstances <laughs> sexualize Chili the Fox. That's my oh, yeah, only requirement.
0: <laughs> Don't actually send your sexual fanfics to me. <laughs>
3: Real <laughs> early Let's Plays vibes on that one, huh? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, anyway, uh, I think that's. Oh, yeah. Then these are questions for me. Did
3: Max answer that question at all? Max, oh, Max sorry. S-
0: uh, I
4: feel like I did. Did I okay. not?
3: Not on my think I
4: think you said that you'd love to see it, right? Yeah.
3: No, I I love to see it. It's good. Okay, I wasn't sure. I just think I didn't hear you.
0: That's
1: yeah. all. That is entirely fair.
0: Yeah. Uh, Anyhow, uh, let's see here. To Luke, how do you go about planning out campaigns? Do you come up with broad strokes before you begin, meticulously plan everything and rewrite as necessary, or do you just wing it and work in a narrative later? I'm GMing my own Eidolon campaign, and it's only my second time as a GM. I try not to plan too much so my players can roleplay more, but how little planning is me just not doing my job as a GM? Am I overthinking? Any other tips would be appreciated. So, mostly I kind of wing it. Uh, with Rock, I said, okay, you're going to be like gangsters. It's going to be Golden Wind from JoJo, basically. Um, it's going to be like a road trip thing from Las Vegas to somewhere on the East Coast. I just picked New Jersey out of a hat. Um, and you'll just get attacked by Eidolon users along the way. And it's going to be like a drug deal. And uh, it's probably going to be like Eidolon drugs. That's fun. That, you know and uh then we fucked up and killed off uh virginia in episode two and then that like like i did not have lady luck in my notes at all like in episode That's one when molly funny. rolled real well i was like wait shit fuck i have to have a luck spirit uh
3: yeah i did that to torture you ex- explicitly yeah i don't know like a sexy
0: las vegas lounge singer lady shows up that makes sense <laughs> that was all lady luck was at first
2: didn't you literally fuck up and kill Virginia too? Like, didn't you yeah, calculate yeah, was her very wrong? A yeah, she shouldn't have died. Yeah, <laughs> I just I
0: thought it was more was, fun that
4: she did. Yeah, Wait, was that the Bones fight or was that the... that, the that fight, was the Bones fight? Yeah. Okay, because I I thought the the time she died in the um, houses in motion fight was also a fuck up because so I think Virginia it was Harvey that should have died
0: the, in this campaign. The the yeah, houses in Harvey motion fuck up was, was a different fuck up where I everyone was talking over each other and I misunderstood and thought someone like I gave somebody that I think I gave. Yeah. uh, You gave Molly, you gave Virginia damage instead of Harvey. I I told Virginia that she could like swerve to like hurt Harvey or herself. And they like got lines got crossed and Maxie thought I was talking to her and opted to hurt Virginia. It was just a mess. Okay. (laughs) Through the magic of editing though, it all sounds velvet smooth. (laughs) <laughs> some some
2: would say it's our best episode.
0: It's real good. I like uh, it. I, some I, have I, said I cer- this
2: to me. I certainly
0: think it's one of the best ones. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of Houses in Motion. Um, but yeah, like I came up with just v- like a very rough skeleton, and then just kind of painted it in as we went. Um, early on, I was looking at names of killer songs and saw one called "The Ballad of Michael Valentine." I was like, "Well, okay, that's that's Virginia's dad." I don't know how that works yet, but we'll figure it out
3: yeah i forgot i served that up to you
0: yeah uh-huh <laughs> and uh it just kind of started getting filled in episode by episode you know yeah. here's a
3: here's a fun fact about virginia dying uh that episode two death is the only time i lied about what i rolled ah! <laughs> Great. Uh, because i failed the death roll <laughs> I thought that would suck, so I made it
4: make success instead. Yeah, if, uh, if, if we're revealing the only time we ever cheated, uh, the only time I did was when Luke explicitly told me to before yeah, the role. Yeah, and the
0: time I told you to ended up getting cut from the episode anyway. Yeah, yeah, so that's so it never happened. Yeah, you've never cheated. I have never cheated once. I told you you should have like. cheated when you failed the uh, Everything Fades roll on the Bass Pro Pyramid. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I probably should have. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's a great episode, so, like... I have never so cheated, like... and
2: I never will cheat. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: good for you. Yeah, like, Lady Luck was not ever intended to be a major character. Like, if you go back and listen to episode two, I'm pretty sure she says, like, bring the briefcase to us, because she was just supposed to be, like, one of a gaggle of undertow spirits, and they just wanted the idol on drugs back because they belonged in the undertow. At that point, and then over time, I fleshed her out more and figured out wh- who she was and what she wanted.
3: When Lady Luck took the chip that contained Chris's genius, yeah, uh, she threw it on a yeah that table.
0: <laughs> yeah. So how'd that go? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> she was only ever playing against herself, so it didn't. It doesn't really matter that that never yeah. came up again. Just gave it to the gambler and was like, here, I love this. She was just <laughs> fucking around because she's the Joker.
3: <laughs> yeah, okay. the Joker.
0: And also I allude to that roulette table in an episode of Pop because at that point I hadn't figured out that Pop was a prequel.
4: Yeah. <laughs> you so, know, to answer, so to answer your question, nothing fucking matters. Just do whatever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just do whatever. Listen, yeah, it's a, this is a, like, very improv-heavy kind of storytelling. You're gonna have, like, plot cul-de-sacs and stuff sometimes. It's unavoidable. Uh, Let's see here. As a more lighthearted question, what were everyone's favorite moments that came from an unexpected dice result?
1: For me, it was when I got a partial success on bringing Sabrina to the fight with Michael Valentine. Uh Uh-huh. I, I don't know if that was wholly unexpected because I don't have high... I didn't have high genius. Right. But, like, I was into it. I was into Harvey getting real excited and then having to wait and getting <laughs> shot in the gut.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: I don't know if I really had an unexpected dice
0: roll. Yeah, I'm trying to think uh, what dice rolls... I, Chris succeeding at, like, becoming the internet at the end was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was a rule. Cool. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah i don't really remember dice rolls that much so uh... yeah
0: i'm blanking sorry there are a lot of questions we can just keep going yeah, yeah. let's just keep trucking uh hello hello i'm assuming luke or molly it's me because i forgot the password to the idol on gmail so i can't give it to molly <laughs> And also, he's never tried to change
3: it to give it to me.
0: Yeah, I could fix this problem very quickly. I
4: could fix this problem very easily.
3: This set of questions is from twenty first century. This set of
4: questions is from twenty first century. By the way,
0: yes, that's true. Uh, here are a few questions for the Rock Crew's post mortem. What was the goal of their road trip? I'm not sure. I fully understand what Lady Luck's end game was. Understandable. <laughs> Neither did Luke. <laughs> I did. I understood. <laughs> uh, uh, was, was
1: Luke paid
0: for it? Okay. Yeah. No. Sure. So in pop. <laughs> Lady Luck's original idea was to, uh, because James was so, like, desperate and depressed, she thought exposing him to the heart would make the heart eclipse. And then that didn't work out, um, I think because Gabe gave him that little pep talk and that, like, soothed him enough that it didn't work. Uh, so she had to come up with a backup plan. She tried to kill Ron Wee and couldn't. And then she just started fishing through the Room of Death and happened to land on Virginia and be like, oh, hey, Oh, hey, you have access to, like, Eidolon drugs, bring them to New Jersey so I can slip them into the undertow, inject Ron with his own blood, and make him solid enough to murder him. And that'll kill the heart. Yeah, that would do it. That would do it. (laughs) And, you know, as Teoth pointed out, she could have done it so much easier. (laughs) She could have just tapped on it, really. Yeah, but she's
2: the
4: Joker, so she
2: could... Yeah, ultimately, the end game, or the goal of our road trip and Lady Luck's end game was fuck with us a bunch and have fun. Yeah. Uh
3: Well, you would think that Teoth would know that Lady Luck is the Joker at this point, but, you know...
2: know. (laughs) The thing is, Teoth's been stuck in a... Teoth's been stuck in a, like, thing on glass since the idea of the Joker was invented by humanity's consciousness. That's true, that's true. Yeah. No other
0: alien planet ever invented the Joker.
2: It's but it is a type of guy. Joker (laughs) voice, no other species could. Joker was the
1: original type of guy. He was the first type of guy we came up with.
2: (laughs) The first type of guy we made up to get mad at. (laughs) Literally some some caveman had a really bad day and was like, Well, guess I'm gonna become the Joker. Right.
0: Uh, let's see. Rock had a lot of moments that made me shout. What was everyone's favorite whoa moment? Burning down the house.
2: Definitely <laughs> burning down the house. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah, it's a good one.
0: I I knew that
1: was coming, so I can't say burning down the house. Right. <laughs> uh, I liked when Virginia stabbed Cecilia. That was pretty whoa to me. <laughs>
3: That was pretty well, but I didn't like it. Yeah, that
1: was a oh, bad. I didn't like it,
3: but it did make me say whoa.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I really liked uh, Molly having like the brain blast that she can use Virginia to turn the humans into glass.
3: Yeah, that was good.
0: Yeah. Uh, also, Molly using uh, uh, Joker's Wild to sever herself from Michael. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah.
2: That's that's one that could didn't really make me go, whoa, because I knew it was happening. Yeah, That, I was, know, that was such a it, good like
0: one
2: to yeah. <laughs> yeah. That whole episode had... whipped ass. Yeah! Yeah, we had multiple people planning their own sides of this thing. Right. <laughs> Chris didn't know
0: what the fuck he was doing. No. Uh, let's see. The singers were a really cool idea. Did the team know
2: about them at all before the episodes came out?
0: No. Oh, nope. yeah. No.
2: One of the one of the best parts about listening back to episodes of Idolon was there would be a bit at the end that I didn't know about. <laughs> yeah, the uh the
0: singers were a thing I think I talked about this on one of the episodes. Maybe I didn't, I don't remember. The Road to Nowhere fight kinda didn't work as well as I wanted it to, and I realized that the problem with it is that if you were, say, watching a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure episode with a enemy stand with that power You would have constant cutaways to the bad guy, like, monologuing and explaining it so you're not fucking lost. Which you can't do when you're locked into the party's point of view. Uh, So the Stingers were basically just a way for me to, like, cut away and show other things happening in the world without holding up the game sessions with random narration that didn't matter. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, let's see here. Um... If the season had a had, if the season had had a happy ending, what would have been President Godlove's first few acts?
1: Okay, I actually, uh, I actually have a list of four. Great. Uh, switch right. to metric for most purposes. Okay. Keep okay, Fahrenheit. God.
0: Hell yeah.
1: Uh, theft is legal if you're homeless. Okay. Because that's both a, you know, that both solves crime and homelessness. Right. That's a self-solving. That's efficiency. Problem. Sick. Um, Three, and this one's pretty obvious, large-scale public works project centered around government-funded arcades. Uh-huh, of course. <laughs> and then once all those are taken care of, uh, and this is sort of the big one of the administration, is to gradually succumb to corruption from the absolute power of the office and the presence of Henry Dracula within his soul.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> hmm. Naturally.
2: It's impossible really really to like be a act? president and be a good person.
0: Right. It's just... Exactly. Uh, all right. And then we've got, uh, what is Chili's favorite snack in the end?
2: So here's the thing that flamingo was really good, (laughs) but now that it's like kind of her best friend, she feels weird about that. So she tries not to think about how good it was.
4: (laughs) Oh, Oh boy.
2: So her answer to this is going to be uh, that steak she stole from Harvey, because food that wasn't supposed to be yours is the best food. Sure. <laughs> uh, I'm right. always saying that free food tastes the best.
0: <laughs> yeah, thank you, 21st Century, for all of those. Next, we've got a question from Kane. If you had been a player in the other game, do you think you'd have played a similar type of character to what you did this season, or would you have gone with something distinctly different or used a different type of idol on? No one would have used a different type of Eidolon because we assigned them to make sure every playbook got covered. Yep. Yeah, I think Chris largely
4: would have been the same, because, like, it would have still been in college. Harvey would
1: have been the same, except that he would have done the same thing that Alexis did, which is not officially enrolled, lived in a van, and sold weed out the back.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Literally the only difference that... of for pop chili the fox is she probably wouldn't be called chili because i had y'all name her that's, true, <laughs> that's yeah. true yeah
3: yeah uh i don't know if uh virginia would have been the same character i tend to find the characters when i play rather than beforehand yeah hang on there's a fire truck going by Uh-oh. uh yeah so that it would be very much based on like the people around me mm-hmm I had no ideas for Virginia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew I'd get there, but
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh that that segues well into this next question. Rock post boredom questions, uh, from Lucas. Were there any plans for Virginia's old casino to get involved before it was decided she was an idol on? You tell me, Luke. Uh no. I, I like while yeah. y'all were creating characters, you were giving me a lot of like local las vegas stuff and i wanted to be like yeah guys we're gonna leave las vegas in like two episodes you shouldn't put all the oh well okay
2: i mean what else were we supposed do to do we to... all lived in las vegas you
0: could have had like an aunt in another state or something
2: i don't think i could have <laughs> Maybe luke. not.
0: well first of all <laughs> sure you could have a cousin you could have brought the cat back that's true you could like have
1: away. brought the cat back at any point luke and you, you did She could have That cat could have been a recurring
2: character, somehow always popping up.
4: (laughs) Yeah, uh, voiced by Kate Mulgrew. (laughs) You know, since uh, it was only the end of the world for humans,
0: that cat might still be alive. Yeah. Yeah. Who can say? Uh, Then, were there any state names that Luke wanted to use but didn't? So the way the state names happened... (laughs) was way early on, I asked everybody to give me a list of ten nouns with no explanation for why, and then I would just go through them when it was time to write up uh, narration and pick one that I liked for the state, and then come up with a dumb joke, like reverse engineer it from the word. So I've got the list here, I'll just give you them. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, because I don't remember what nouns I gave you. You actually might have forgotten to give me a list. Did I? (laughs) I think you might have. Oh, well. Yeah, I think I just had ones from Molly, Lexi, and uh, Maxi, which were plenty. My bad. That's fine. It happens. We weren't going to hit all 50, so... Nah, nah, nah. Uh, So, yeah, uh, Maxi had Gateway, which we used, Stone, Cinnamon, Wax, Spear, Clover, Fan, Eyeball, Flamingo, and Softball. Oh, man.
2: Flamingo ended up being way more important than you think. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's, my f- that's still my favorite, like... Chekhov's gun that didn't have to be a Chekhov's gun. <laughs> <laughs> Molly had a uh, sword, tree, bow,
0: flower, house cat, pen, hanger, airplane, telephone, and coin. God, I, I want to
3: hear put your narration on there. <laughs> I want to hear your narration for the house cat state.
0: <laughs> I was just thinking that'd be like uh, Florida, and it'd be a, all about fucking Ernest Hemingway's dumb four-fingered cats or whatever.
2: Except Florida already has one.
0: Oh right, they're the twelve-gauge shotgun state. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> What? You, don't you forgot that? your best joke.
3: Oh my god, I don't remember that. It was all. from
0: the New Mexico stuff, because New Mexico is the sword state and it was all about like it dates back to a historic duel between the governors of
2: Florida and New Mexico. It was like oh, a it was like a I five sentence setup for the joke of twelve gauge shotgun state. I forgot about that. <laughs> it's been a long time since then, so it has,
0: it has. And then uh, Lexi had scampy, friendship, volcano, snowman, elasticity, spirograph, tire, bongo, snow, and modem. <laughs> Those are some obtuse ones.
2: Yeah? Did I use any of yours, Lexi? I don't know. You, you just said, with no qualifications, give me 10 nouns. And when I hear that, I hear. Word challenge. Yeah.
4: (laughs) I would have loved to see the modem state, though.
2: Modem state was always one that I was, like, on the brink
0: of doing. Like, oh, yeah, this is just... This state is just wall-to-wall data centers now. Oh, man. Chris would love that state. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah. So, (laughs) there you go. Uh, Then we have, uh, for the players, if you could play as any of the enemy Eidolon users, who would you pick? Oh,
4: gosh.
0: Oh, man. Um... Surprises. I mean, Miss Atomic well, like, I get... Bomb's
4: so cool.
3: Yeah, I thought I was
0: assuming I was gonna get four Miss Atomic Bombs immediately. Uh, well, because I, I think I think
4: Molly would be the best at playing Miss Atomic Bomb. Is the thing <laughs> that's probably true. I guess we're never going to find out because all the killers are dead too. Uh, I probably would have played as Neon Tiger actually. Yeah, because Neon Tiger's uh you know uh power set kind of appeals to me.
0: I think Neon Tiger's my favorite one.
4: It's a really fun. He's one. a
0: very polite man, and he has a cool power. I mean, I just became
1: one of the enemy idol users, so I guess y'all actually know my answer to that one. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I
3: think Dustland Fairy Tale would be fun.
0: Oh yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. That was a good one.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Oh, what about Lexi? Lexi, how? Oh, sorry. Yeah, fuck. Lexi.
2: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <That's fine.
0: laughs> Uh, then we get to one from Grief Ninja. Was there any particular reason Virginia was raised on a diet of almost entirely Wonder Bread? Ah, uh, because Michael's a uh, fucking abusive piece of shit.
3: Yeah, because he's the worst
0: and also is Luke's grandpa. Yeah, he's based on my grandpa who, my dad had more to eat than frozen peas and Wonder Bread. He had, you know, cereal and bologna also. <laughs> but, oh, you know, boy. basic idea. Poof. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah.
3: You had brought him up to me before that episode, and then I heard that, and I was like, ooh.
0: <laughs> ooh. Yeah. You're clear. I did run that by you to make sure it wasn't too too much yep. for Virginia.
3: Yep. Everything was cleared.
0: Yeah. Uh, we got from June. Uh, let's see here. For Luke, did you have any ideas about how not to trap Virginia into dying if Michael got killed, or did you just plan to roll with whatever happened? Um I think if you hadn't done something clever, Virginia just would have died, and, like, that's the thing of how this system works, is you never die permanently. You know, you, you always get to choose if you want to come back, it's just going to cost you.
3: Yeah, we don't have a permanent death if you don't want it.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh,
3: I had something to say about the last thing. Oh. And then now I forgot. Ah, sorry. It's No, it's not your fault. Sure. I realized it after you started reading the next part.
0: Okay, well, then I rescind <laughs> my apology. <laughs> Finally. Uh, and I'll ask the same second question to the rock group that did to the pop group. What were everyone's favorite moments that came from an unexpected dice result? I think we covered that one. Yeah. Probably covered that one from June. <laughs> uh, this one comes in from Robin. How aware of the Michael Valentine plot was Molly before his appearance in the show? If she wasn't aware... Was Virginia having the last name Valentine just a lucky coincidence? We talked about this a little bit already. Uh, yeah, I didn't know
3: shit. No. Uh, and Luke knew from episode two, and I want to say that Luke is a rat-fucking-bastard <laughs> <laughs> because- uh, he said he had something fun for me and I was like that's cool and he's like I'm gonna go tell Zoe what it is and then he went and told Zoe what it was <gasps> uh, and then Zoe messaged me and said I have something so cool about Virginia that I can't tell you
0: so <laughs> <laughs> absolute fucking fast it was a I cool liked. idea and I needed to tell somebody who was close enough to care but not so close that it would be a spoiler for so yep. you told Zoe <laughs> uh-huh. Oh.
3: Uh when the angel reveal happened in episode nine, I took that to Zoe and I said, Is this the thing? And she was like, No, that's not where near the thing. What if I just (laughs) Luke pulled me? And I was like, Well, let me ask Luke first, because that might still come up, and it's a good thing I asked Luke first because
0: it came up four
4: episodes later.
0: So, okay. How the Michael thing came about was like I said, I was looking at lists of killer songs for inspiration. I saw the ballad of Michael Valentine, I was like, Well, okay. Got handed that one. Uh, and the original idea was like, ah, he's like your dad or something. Maybe you don't really know him. Ah, who knows? I don't really know. He shows up pretty early on in the uh, the CODAs. Yep. Um, I think, three. I think episode 3 is when he first shows up, yeah. Uh, And that was just kind of the thing. I didn't have anything concrete. But I also knew that, like, we talked about it. You kind of, like... Fumbled a little when I asked you for details about, like, Virginia's life and apartment and stuff. And I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. Why don't we just, like, pivot and use that and make this, like, a fucking Bioshock thing or whatever. Uh, and that's why you're like that. And then time went on and I started introducing angels as villains in pop, which was not part of the original idea of pop at all. Um... And it hit me like I was going through what angels would be good to pull. And I was like, well, you have to have Michael. He's an archangel. Wait, fuck. I already have Michael Valentine. That's got to be... Oh, okay. No, here we go. Michael Valentine is Michael the Archangel, which makes Virginia also an angel. Uh, And then I started giving all the angels two names. The name of an angel and the name of a saint, so that Michael Valentine fit the naming scheme. Does... Does Virginia Valentine fit the naming scheme? Uh, not technically, but Virginia, like, it's is close. It's close. It's like Virgin Mary. Like, it's, it's, yeah. it fits yeah. it well enough, considering she's not directly an angel. She's a weird, like, descendant of an angel. Yeah, yeah you've yeah. got a double yeah. saint name. Well, she's not from the Lightroom, so it's different for her.
3: Yeah, and the fun thing is, I did almost name her Faith, uh, but then remembered that the name Virginia is in only the good die young. And I was like, you know, I'll just lean into it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So,
2: yeah, that's Michael Valentine. <laughs> God, all this because you thought only the good Die Young sounded like a good name for something. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. And you were right. You were completely right. Yeah.
0: It all works out. Yep. This one comes in from Nick. Uh, what are Harvey's personal top five pinball tables? Do any of the other characters or players have any hot pinball takes? This is from, oh, Joshura. Sorry I said your name on the pod. <laughs> Didn't say your uh, last name, at least.
4: So
1: shit do i still have the the bumper to bumper list i need to see if i still have the bumper to bumper list cuz that one that one's okay yes i do great uh so canonically his single favorite table is dr dude and his excellent ray which is also he <laughs> was he was a major uh major source of his ideals of masculinity okay. let's say okay
4: okay do- did you say dr dude and his major ray no his excellent ray excellent ray okay
1: uh, I can read the description of it.
4: I'm, I'm looking at a picture. I have that more than
1: anything. Uh, terminally uncool Ben A. Glitch developed an incredible treatment that turned him into the suave and skillful Dr. Dude. Now you can follow in his footsteps by attaining a magnetic personality, the heart of rock and roll, and the gift of gab, and become a super dude yourself.
4: Oh my god, Holy this shit. character design is fucking incredible. Yeah. <laughs> this is like a re- rejected Burger King Kids Club member Can somebody link this to me please <laughs> anyway you know yeah that's something
1: i didn't mention with uh harvey's backstory and i can't remember whether it came up on bumper to bumper but yeah he modeled his ideals of masculinity primarily on dr dude and fonzie <laughs> yeah this all makes sense to me. Yeah. incredible uh so yeah that one uh black knight 2000 Holy he used to be a fuck. big fan of dracula's <laughs> grand Twenty Two so Thousand Eight. 2008 I know, right? Um but obviously, you know, he's he ended up pretty disillusioned with uh, President Dracula by the end there, sure. so
3: Yeah.
1: Um but now he gets to live with him.
0: Well, was going to live with him. Yeah. They were briefly head roommates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dr. Dude is a fucking Harvey TF doctor. Oh, I
1: hate that.
0: Don't say it like that. Harvey vacation. <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, Next
2: question. I'm out of here. Speaking of our our AO3 page... (laughs)
0: Uh, Oh Wait, hold on. I skipped one. Uh, This one comes in from Cat. What's one really cool idol on power that wouldn't be good for a podcast or tabletop RPG?
2: I feel like I had something for this at one point, but it is not coming to me now. My
0: gut is that if you do it right, basically any of them can work as an NPC, Eidolon. I, I yeah. struggle to think of uh, a power that you couldn't give an NPC.
2: Swear to God, months ago I thought of something that would be really cool visually, but I could not think of a way to transfer it to audio. That's I true. Stuff that would look was.
0: cool but doesn't sound good, is, that, that'd be rough.
2: Or it would require so much like description of action or visuals that yeah. it just would be clunky. Yeah. That's true,
0: that's true. Uh, yeah, fucking King Crimson would be frustrating to do in an audio format. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) They have a hard time conveying him in a visual format.
1: (laughs) I honestly never got what people have trouble
0: with with King Crimson. King Crimson makes sense to me. I'm not saying this to brag. It makes sense to me, too, but I definitely had to, like, reread the chapter where he explains his power once or twice before I really got it. You're brain weirdos. It also helps a lot. You got to remember, Maxie, for a long time, the only way anyone could read Vento Aureo in English was, was a like... really bad fan translation. Yeah, so that's going to make it hard. Seeing it animated makes it way easier to understand because you can just mm-hmm. see it in motion and get it more intuitively. Yeah. Um, I, I yeah. quit
3: that season before
0: I could do that. That's fair. <laughs> I have no
2: idea what you're talking about. <laughs> well, he
0: can simply erase moments of time. Oh, okay.
2: Well, that makes perfect
0: sense. It's like, if you shoot him with a gun, the bullet hole will be in the wall behind him, but he won't have a gunshot wound, basically. Yeah, because he erased the moment in time where the bullet hit him. Oh, okay, sure. He has, like, a whole little, like, villain monologue about how, like, everybody has good days and bad days, except me, because I erase all the bad days. Damn, I wish that
2: was me. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Anyway. Damn, I would not have a lot of life left. For
0: For player characters, uh, I think any Eidolon that, like, is very static is really hard to do. Like, you could make Superfly in the Eidolon rules. It would be real. You're really putting your GM in a hard position if you try, though. I mean,
4: yeah, I mean, you you made Cecilia, um, like, have, like, Fortune Teller. And even as an NPC, that got kinda, you know tricky to lug around right
2: oh poor cecilia <laughs> it also really wasn't all that useful let's be honest here no you know seeing as cecilia is probably one of the only human beings to survive the end of the world i really hope things go better for her in the future <laughs> yeah i hope hey. she's making out with sabrina somewhere
0: <laughs> <Hell yes. laughs> uh yeah you know and i hope that maybe when they put a right along back together it weighs less <laughs>
3: They can make a little version of it.
0: Yeah.
1: They should just take the fortune teller out of the machine and she can just have a little puppet friend.
3: Right. Put it in an app. Ooh, ventriloquism.
0: <laughs> uh all right, yeah. Uh let's move up here. This is, these are from Madeline. Uh hello, so I have some questions this time instead of just kind words. Oh, Madeline also wrote us a very nice message that I'm not gonna read out on this podcast because we're not that vain, but it was very nice and <laughs> yeah, we all thank like so to much. hear it. Uh, you don't need to answer all these if you're short on time. Way got time. (laughs) Maxie, what sort of information did you have about people's characters when you made their theme songs? So, that varied to some extent. It was pretty much
1: whatever Luke and the player in question were able to give me.
0: Um, Yeah, we, like, I would rope someone else into a Discord with me and Maxie and just be like, Hey, what do you want your character's theme to sound like? Yeah, I can read off the description that
4: I gave Maxie, actually. Yeah, if you got it handy. Um, yeah, so I'll just, I'll just read off verbatim what I said in the chat. Uh, so I was initially thinking some sort of chiptune or electronica thing, but now that doesn't really seem quite right. Instead, I've been leaning towards, like, what if someone made a Vaporwave song for an anime opening theme? Uh Yeah, I like to imagine that Chris likes to use Vaporwave as background music for his urban exploration videos since it sounds simultaneously chipper and melancholic in a a nostalgic sort of way, which fits Chris's own feelings about the areas he explores. And I think his ideal of what a hero should be is based off Shonen protagonists since they never give up and have a bunch of friends who love them.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I remember there was one in particular... uh, that I enjoyed, which was talking to you and Mike about James's theme. Uh-huh. Uh, and I remember we were talking about, uh, potential arc stuff uh you know loosening up and finding a new purpose and also possibly being evil yeah mike um, was like
0: toying with the idea of james going full villain mode for a long stretch of the podcast
1: this is Makes really sense. funny to me in retrospect because uh they did say it might be me being paranoid but i worry that i'm turning the game into everyone else dealing with james's problems ad nauseum and like <laughs> Pop is just sort of everybody dealing with everybody's problems ad nauseum. Yeah. Except for yeah. Alexis, who's like weirdly the most together of any of them, I feel uh, like.
3: Yeah. Together's a strong word. Despite Relatively being the most speaking...
1: Joker. <laughs> Alex- See, Alexis is uh, able to just weather that storm because she's already the Joker. Everybody else was in the process of becoming <laughs> the Joker to some extent or another. Uh, but yeah, so it was pretty much just talking to Luke and the player in question and figuring it out. And I'm glad
0: that people feel like I did a good job with those. Yeah, you did. You did an incredible job. Yeah, they were very good. We gave you nonsense instructions and you knocked it out of the park every fucking time. I gave you nothing. I gave what?
3: you nothing. So <laughs> I give you nothing. Did, what did Molly give me? <laughs> Hang on. Yeah i think it would be hard to find that actually because me and you and luke's dm got longer than that well there's we have two
1: separate dm logs
3: do we really somehow <laughs> yeah i didn't think this uh, would be that yeah. my, I my gut's, jets, except i wanted a piano
1: uh yeah my gut says something kind of light has like a kind of twinkly sound uh i did a draft with the guitar you weren't feeling it uh i decided to go with piano and a different guitar sample kind of put the guitar in the background
0: uh, and
3: that got me there yeah it's good I I like Virginia's theme a lot although it is
0: impossible to put it in the show it is maybe not tonally consistent with the rest of the show even though it's it's a good song song. (sighs) even
3: when I was I I want to put this in somewhere I'm like fuck I can't find anywhere to do this. it's (laughs) really the
0: Virginia turns into a cat theme
4: yeah
0: (laughs) that's what I I use it for
4: I was honestly surprised by how well Chris's theme worked and showed up as background music.
0: Yeah, Chris's theme works really well in a lot of different situations. Because like you were saying, it hits a lot of different moods. Meanwhile, Harvey's theme is just the,
3: we're doing some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I do think James' theme came out as the best
0: one on the, on the track. James' theme is so fucking good. Uh, yeah, I I yeah, that's because...
2: That's because villain songs fucking whip. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got
1: some good news about season two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to gas myself up too much. I don't want to, like, overhype this. Oh, I'll do it for
0: <laughs> you. The songs you've made for season two so far fucking rule. Hell, yes.
4: <laughs> uh, I'm still, imp- I'm still like, very impressed by the-, the names of the tracks. Yeah.
0: Like, there's so many good ones in there. That's all 100% maxi.
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh I one of my favorites is still Jesus Christ, there's a bear on the floor. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think I've told this story before, but that entirely came about for me going like, I can't think of a fucking casino thing for right. Ursa. What yeah. if I just what if I just did a fucking family guy ass goof? <laughs>
0: Um... Uh, Let's see, this is another question for Maxie. Uh, Sometimes people like to listen to podcasts on faster speeds. Did you take this into consideration at all when creating the soundtrack? Absolutely not. No.
2: Those people are are weird, and uh, whatever that does to our production values is on them. Uh,
0: Unless they're listening right now, in which case we love you, and you're great, and you're right, actually. No, absolutely not. I will not not. budge
4: on this 1x speed or get out.
0: I want their fucking Patreon money, you guys. I gotta... (laughs) You should listen to us on half speed so that you have twice as much <laughs> content. That's what I was going to say. One thing I did find out doing the, like, uh, what was it? Pop 23, I think, is that all the right, Maxi yeah. songs sound real cool when you slow them down to half speed.
4: Yeah, but also uh, it's disturbing enough that it actually caused problems. For well, some that extent. was the one I
0: slowed down so much that it took the entire length of the episode. So it was just a oh. weird rumble you couldn't even really hear, but it just made you upset for some
2: reason. <laughs> oh, I can hear it. <laughs> it was a lot listen people talking i'm not gonna pick up any of that shit a low rumble or high frequency sounds oh i'm all on those
0: i liked it a lot i think it's very cool i also had no compunctions about putting out a version that didn't have it yeah
3: um oh shit i was gonna say something else i forgot that one now oh i was gonna say all you who listen to 1.5 speed 1.75 speed you're all perverts (laughs) That's what I was going to say. I'm with you
0: on this, Molly. <laughs> I...
3: <laughs> United front.
0: Ugh. All right. Uh, this is I right. just can't
3: do it. I've tried. I've, yeah. I've I've heard other people do it. I just can't. Yeah.
2: There are so many times where I've been like, okay, if I speed this up, it would really make editing take less time. But then I do it. I'm like, no, I can't work with fucking timing like this. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. No, you can't do it while
0: you're editing. Uh, let's see here. Then we have a question for everybody. Uh, your party was smaller than Pops. Do you think this affected your dynamic?
3: Uh, not too much. Uh, it was a little bit tighter, but, it, you know, it, it's only one person different. Yeah. Yeah. Also, we had a GMPC with us for half of it. Did Half
0: Cecilia for a lot of it.
2: Yeah, but she yeah, also I...
0: just uh, vanished whenever it was convenient.
2: <laughs> she was That's also I... It was
0: convenient.
2: I think... I think the like closeness of the party came about way more because of the characters we created and just our personalities. Yeah, yeah. Over anything else, like we weren't, we aren't. I think as a group, very personal conflict-driven. Sure. Yeah, I,
4: yeah. Just in real life and also in a lot of the games I play, I am a conflict-averse person. Sure. So Chris generally went along with things more often than not.
0: I'll say, on my part, having one less person, it, like, made it easier to juggle everybody and make sure that I was, like, shifting focus to everybody in equal measures. Yeah. Um, I but- think with Pop, like, my main thing with Pop is that I feel like, ah, I should have given Alexis more to do. Maybe. I will. In season two. <laughs> Except <laughs> she's dead. you have time. There's she's, time. She's dead now, though. That's so. true. She is dead. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Rip. Yeah. Uh, this is another one for Maxie. Uh, were you satisfied with how things with Harvey's mentor resolved? Do you wish he could have had made a reappearance in the finale somehow?
1: Uh, I think it would have been cool if we had gotten, yeah. like, another confrontation between Harvey and Jack. But at yeah. the same time, like, there was a lot of shit going on. And, you know, I'm fine with him falling by
0: the wayside. Yeah, I, I can imagine a situation where Jack replaced one of the, like, throwaway idol on fights. Like, if, uh, instead of fighting Stand, you fought, uh, Jack... Again. Okay, but Stan whipped. Stan was such a good fight. <laughs> I'm glad that all of you like Stan so much because that one is the most throwaway one to me.
3: <laughs> it's really fun, though.
0: It that definitely is. A, it's, it's a really funny. funny
3: joke is the thing.
0: <laughs> it's really funny, and I got to do maybe the dumbest thing with a wild card book. So <laughs> That's true. With the laser pointer, that was good. Yeah. We did kind of half joke, half seriously say that like at some point Jack should come back and his idol is upgraded to the arcade fire.
2: <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, that's right.
0: Uh, yeah, that's all the questions on this one, and we just have one last email. We did it. Uh, how did Maxie have the time to be the best character and hit the ball out of the park with the
2: soundtrack? A lot of Maxie love here, and uh, I'm, you know, I am for it. I tend to agree. Yeah. I mean, personally, I would say Chili the Fox is the best character. But... <laughs> it's a dead. It's a dead heat.
4: I'd say Maxie. Why every. Wait, are you so great?
1: Not to tune our own fucking horns. I think we all did pretty fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. But don't ask the Um, question. Why are you so fucking good? It's because I'm trans.
0: Okay. okay. There you go. Yeah, that's (laughs) true.
1: (laughs) Checks out, honestly.
4: Gives you a bonus multiplier.
1: (laughs) Factually, being trans gives you a bonus multiplier to electronic music.
4: Sure.
2: That, you know, I've heard that. <laughs> I, have qu- I, have, I have my doubts about that statistic.
0: Well, bonus multiplier, if the bass is low, it's not going to do much, you know? Well, uh, here's the thing, Luke, and you would know this if you were a musician. Uh-huh. The bass is supposed to be low. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Motherfucker. <laughs> Got his ass. <laughs> uh well, uh, that's all the emails we've got. Let me refresh this, make sure that we don't, we didn't get any last name here.
2: While you're doing that, I asked specifically oh. for things about Chili the Fox. And there I do was... have a couple of tweets here. Okay, would you, okay.
0: what's up, Dustin?
4: I, I was going to say, there's, there's a, uh, a, a couple, couple in our Discord that you skipped over. Oh, did I? Um, yeah, there's one that, uh, what's the one thing that you wish the most you could have included but never got a chance to?
0: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's a good one to talk about.
2: <laughs>
4: Um, I'm going to abstain from this, um, because both of them may appear later. Okay, sure. Yeah, this
2: is a little tricky to, to mention, given that there is, a, or to answer, given that there is a Season 2 coming. Sure, for sure.
0: Um, I, you know, if you wanted to phrase these in terms of, you know, don't say things that just never came up, but if, like, you know, if you get almost tease Season 2, i saying like, okay. ooh, I really wish we had X, you know? yeah i will say that like um
4: one of of the actual unexpected things that that came up but um like i think both maxi and some other people in the discord like noticed some lines that uh, chris was saying to harvey yeah i was like hey does chris have a thing for harvey i've been shipping chris and harvey since like houses in motion And like, I, I had, uh, when I initially conceived of Chris, um, I basically put no thought into what his sexuality was. Yeah. Um, like, just because I, like, I, I intended Chris to be like one of the least horny characters in the world. (laughs) (laughs) That's just not who Chris is. Um, but like when I saw that, I was like, oh yeah, I can, that kind of makes sense actually. Um, we didn't. Uh, I didn't end up, uh, exploring that with Maxie just because I wasn't, I I don't think either of us was really sure how we wanted to approach that. That's a weird Um, thing to do in a game. Totally. I
1: I know that I alluded a couple times on the show to the fact that Harvey definitely has a thing for Chris, but yeah, we, we pretty much agreed, like, we probably don't, it would probably feel weird, especially in a voice game to just like approach that directly. Totally.
4: Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know if we'll get more explicit in, in season two, but it is definitely something that's on our minds. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, when you say more explicit,
4: not like explicit. Again, send explicit, those to me. I hope, more, I hope more ready for
2: an hour of
1: hot. I
0: was gonna say more straightforward, but it's not straight either. We're really gonna be pushing the boundaries into. Or can we have the first X-rated actual play? No,
4: no.
3: There's no way no this would
4: be the first.
3: Oh, you're right. I have people I know who do that.
4: It's yeah, fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, like it, Luke in uh, in one of the uh, like play by post games we were in. Yeah. Um, Melissa's character and and mine had a explicit romantic relationship as well. Yeah. So I I'm not, I'm not a stranger to it. It's sure. just uh yeah, we're just not entirely sure like how, how far we want to take it. Totally. Under and listen, you're both dead now anyway, so it doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. Look, love cannot exist in
2: the time after existence. Right. <laughs> Did anyone else have one? I really, really want an episode to have a subplot in which Chili got baby back ribs, and then something happened to them and her entire focus for the rest of the episode was tracking down her baby back ribs. I'm
0: so glad you never got that.
1: <laughs> she wants her oh, baby back ribs! I get it! Like a <laughs> Chili's
4: commercial. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: Uh,
0: Molly or, uh, Maxie, did you have one? Sorry, what was the question again? Just like, is there anything you really wish you we could have gotten around to doing on the show that we didn't? Not really, I'm pretty happy with uh how things went, yeah, yeah I feel, no I feel like happened. I
1: hit everything I wanted to hit for Harvey, yeah
0: for me, I think it's mostly stuff like I would have liked it if the subplots some subplots had like gotten a little bit of a nicer bow on them, uh you know, we talked about stuff with Ruby, it was kind of scattershot or um like Jenny just gets away and like it never comes <laughs> up again,
2: oh yeah. yeah, you had that you had that little teaser of where because of my little lies rolls or whatever, she thought that I was on their side. Right. We never got to do anything with that. Which Never saw Jenny again.
1: Now, Luke, you say Jenny got away.
0: She got away for like a day and a half. Well, sure. I'm just saying, it felt like something that should have come back, but there was just never a good organic way to make that happen.
2: Yeah. After that episode came out and the stinger hit, I was like thinking about ways I could potentially leverage that. Like tricking somebody into thinking I was a double agent. Right, right. (laughs) Because even, like, the whole idea of, well, now
0: the nation's police are after you. Okay, but you immediately teleported halfway across the country, and, like, they're not gonna think to look for you there, because why would they think you could teleport? Yep. And then we
4: got pardoned, so it was all okay.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, just little stuff like that, just like, I, I said this before, you know, we're improvising this as we go, and that's just going to lead to not everything handshaking as neatly as if it was written down and could be edited and revised until it was, like, perfect. That's just going to happen, and, like, everybody's dead, so I guess I don't have an opportunity to try to uh, clean any of it up in Season 2, but in a different kind of Season 2, that would have maybe been a thing to do. I don't know. I, um, I try not to make
3: plans ahead of time, because... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Inevitably it leads to these moments where you're like, damn, I wish I could have done that. Sure. Uh I do have exactly one thing I'm planning. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> Great.
3: Yeah, exactly yeah. one.
0: Some of you, say, and I'm not even gonna say whom because I don't wanna like even give a twinkle of a spoiler, came to me with like season two info that was like, Oh, okay, this seems like you've thought about this a lot, and I don't even I Okay. <laughs> You gave us the pitch and we fucking ran. You ran we a bit did. in a way I was like, oh, this is a lot of information that uh, I was not privy to and we'll have to figure out how to take into account. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I I think we can at least
1: go as far as saying when Luke told me the premise for season two, I immediately went, oh, Harvey needs to eat the president then. <laughs> sure. And I, I do remember we discussed in advance the, sort of the end goal that led to Harvey eating the president.
0: We definitely, that, like, the, 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 the fact that you did that, I was like, okay, I, I see cause. where you're going with this. I didn't necessarily plan yeah. for you to do it then, but like, I knew what the idea was, you know? Yeah. Uh
3: uh, uh and then I decided to have Virginia like Michael this time. Right. Uh-huh. Cuz that's the most upsetting thing that could possibly happen. The most upsetting possible thing.
0: <laughs> that's uh, not a spoiler. That's in the <laughs> It happened in the episode, yeah.
4: yeah. Uh Yeah. You'll see how you'll see how Killer Chris is different.
0: Yep. Dustin, did I miss any other questions in the Discord?
4: Uh, Yeah, there's one more. Um, Everyone slash anyone else. It's pretty common in role-playing for characters to take on a life of their own. Did anyone have an initial idea slash direction for their character, which was different to where the game led them? Or was there any juicy backstory details which didn't quite make it into the show?
2: I mean, for me, the only thing that changed about Chili from how I conceived her is... I gave her a power that involved lying, and she's the most earnest and honest being in the world. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, pure angel.
1: Uh huh. Harvey ended up gayer than I thought, but I probably should have expected that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he really should have. <laughs> uh, I
4: think Chris mostly ended up. I mean, like, the the whole taking his genius away was something I obviously wasn't expecting, so that led to a character arc that I wasn't necessarily thinking was going to happen. Um, But ultimately, I I think Chris largely behaved and self-actualized how, in the general, you know, idea that I was going with.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um... I kind of already mentioned Lady Luck was just, like, a random, like, spirit at the start, and then ended up being the antagonist of the game, because, like, well, she keeps showing up, she should be important. Uh, that's about it, really.
3: I love to influence you by just kind of being (laughs) passive-aggressive at you.
0: I mean, it's a
3: move (laughs) in the book, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I put it there on purpose, so...
0: It's gonna be fun one day in the far-flung future when we do idle on Ska, and I have to come up with, like, a totally different thing for that that can't invoke Lady Luck at all. Yeah, because
3: somebody's gonna play a wild card. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I, oh, no, 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 uh, Lexi, you had your, your
2: Chili the Fox questions. Yeah, I've got a, f- a few people on Twitter asking me some questions about Chili the Fox. Uh, Witsaru asks, it, What is Chili's favorite PSP game? um chili can't really play psp like that system is very much not built for pause. oh it's but... barely
4: built for humans to be perfectly yeah, honest yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> but uh she like she likes watching chris play luminous that game is uh it's got a lot of pretty colors uh at pirate burger asks what's chili's favorite food if it's her namesake what's her fi- what's her second favorite um I think Chili's favorite food, um, as influenced by her uh, childhood excursion into the pasta emporium, uh-huh. is specifically leftover, like, cheap spaghetti. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Okay,
4: yeah. With sauce or without?
2: Uh, with, I suppose. I mean, was whatever was left on those plates. Okay. <laughs> uh, and at Mallory Mabel asks... Chilly the Fox had her name picked out for her. And while I'm sure she loves it, is there a different name she would have picked for herself? And this one I actually thought about a bit because, um, the the thing about Chilly is when the campaign started, I don't think the idea of naming herself would have really come to her. Sure. Um, weird, like Fox trivia. Um, in studying like vocalization of foxes, um, it's been observed that uh, parents can make a call that only one of the kids will respond to. Oh. So to some degree, I, it's like there is precedent within the Fox world for like having some sense of referring to yourself by something. But I feel like translating that to the way people name themselves wouldn't would have taken her a while to get there. Right. Um, this question was a good uh chance for me to mention the extra canonical um detail that Chili's full legal name when she gets her name legalized will be frito chili pie right um, <laughs> which was just a joke I made on a tweet i think yeah that i was that that was then demanded i make canon
0: right which and uh, also I, i'm not changing how i'm crediting chili so
2: Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Chili the fox is definitely what she calls herself. But, you know, if she ever needs to give a full name for whatever reason. Yeah. If she needs to get a loan to buy a house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, the other the other thing is, I've actually put some thought into, like, long-term chili, like, ideas of where the character right, you, would go. like,
0: you put it in a crock pot when you leave the house in the morning, let it cook low and slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long-term chili. Um so
2: <laughs> my initial conception for Chile was to lean very much into like the mythological like trickster god, you know, invocation of foxes. And um, specifically in a lot of Eastern mythology, uh, there's a legend that says that if a fox lives to 100, they can become a human. Mm-hmm. And so I've thought about like 97 years in the future when, you know, Chile is still around and she hits that 100 You know what would that be like? Uh huh. And um, I think she would take the last name Masters after Chris. Oh. And the first name, I think she would go as go by Val. Oh. As in like Valentine,
0: Virginia. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: Okay. And Harvey can go kick rocks.
2: Uh, no, her middle her middle name would be Godlove.
4: Okay.
0: Yeah. I was gonna
2: say
4: Val Danger.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh shit, Valerie Danger is a great name. That
0: is name. actually also very good.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Alright. Yeah, those are my those are my chilly questions. Okay. I
0: think that means we've covered everything. Does anyone have any like closing thoughts before we get a move on here?
2: Uh, I have a why do we have to wait thing I'd weeks. like to mention. Well sure, oh, yeah yes. we will
0: get to the announcements, Maxie. But yeah, just like okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. What were you saying, Molly? I said
3: why do I have to wait two weeks to play my game again?
0: <laughs> because I have to record the season one of season two of pop first. Why will I
2: have to wait like a month to talk about it?
0: Yeah, yeah. The new recording schedule means that after we record an episode, it takes a month for it to come out, which is. I believe to... it's not that Good different tragic. from other rock episodes. Yeah, y'all had to wait like two or three weeks. Uh, it's really a big shakeup for the pop team, who for Good, various let reasons suffer for a bit. Yeah, they, they had a bigger turnaround uh, in season one for most of it than y'all did. Uh. But yeah, I don't know, I just, I, for all the, like, you know, we talked a little bit about some of the wonkiness with uh, the story, but I still think we made something extremely cool. I love these characters, I love this world, and I love all of you. Yeah, this was Aww.
4: really, really fun. I yeah. had a and wonderful time. It has been a
1: privilege and a pleasure, and I'm really excited to do it for another year.
0: Yeah. This is, because, like, the upside to, like, telling a story this way is that, like, like I said, we were pretty much in sync for all of, uh, the campaign. Whereas, like, me and Pop had to, like, kind of, like, find each other a little bit more. But, like, I would plan out a scene, and I'm like, okay, I have this, like, in my head, this is great, like, yeah, this is cool. And, like, I, there's a world where I could go, like, write that story or whatever, but playing it out with y'all like for me the big example of this is everything with the bass pro pyramid and just the personality y'all brought to every moment of that and like injecting God, it that with was
4: such a good arc <laughs> your
0: own like character in a way that like yeah this is a better story than i could tell by myself like and this is this is tabletop gaming baby this like three episode stretch is just like everything i love about doing this and y'all did an incredible job and uh I think we all did a really great job in a really shitty year and it was nice to have something that was like brought a lot of joy uh, to my life in a year that like it was real easy to just spend entire days uh, staring at news and getting upset.
4: Yeah, and also it was just nice to be role-playing with Luke again because like uh, I I started... um, like i initially role played with you when we were when i was a sophomore in college yeah just uh, just joining the forums that we were both on and right, right. i sort of came came into like the middle of a campaign that was already going on like yeah. a play by post um and yeah we we have uh yeah i've been doing this f- for a while but there there was a big chunk of time where i just wasn't in any role playing games yeah uh, with with you or, or really anyone uh, any of our mutual friends it was nice to do this again
0: yeah yeah absolutely
3: yeah this is our third game running
1: yes
2: together yeah, yeah. It's going this is good. my
1: first but it's been good so
2: yeah I just love that I'm in a situation where I can just type chili the fox on Twitter and get like a dozen likes from people <laughs> <laughs> <Almost>. <laughs> Twelve dozen likes.
3: <laughs> the number of times I have just tweeted Virginia Valentine on a locked account.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so many pie crews were made. Yeah. So many oh. pie crews. Thank you, pie crew. Also, crew? thank you. Pie thank you. Sir. I
1: assume I mean crew because you make picks with it. Yeah. 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 yeah.
4: Also, thank you so much to... The pop crew said this as well, but I want to say it as well. Thank you to all the people who have made uh, just really wonderful uh, art. Um, it's it's Absolutely. always a joy
0: to see that. I um, flip the fuck out every time I see any fan art. Yeah. yeah.
2: Anytime somebody draws Chili the Fox unprompted, I become more powerful.
4: I, I, I remember, like, I think one of the first fan arts I, I saw was when Kane... I believe it was Kane made that drawing of Chris in the back seat. Yeah, it was like Chili curled up around him. Chili yes. curled up around his neck. And I was like this fucking rules. Yeah. That one's a classic. Uh, it's so good.
3: It's good art. Yeah. Uh, hang on. I have one. It was uh, from Don Fluffles on the Discord. Thank you for, for number one, having the name Don Fluffles. <laughs> That's uh, right. But secondly, making the art of Chili and Virginia at the Neutral Milk Hotel curled up together. It's God, very... yes.
4: Yep. I
3: don't remember this one. I'm going to link it to you yeah, right you now because it lives yeah, on my dude. desktop. I All of the fan art lives on my desktop. Oh, right, I this one. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is so good. <laughs> it's very good. Yeah. I yeah. got to
2: gotta say, like... Bu- before the first Neutral Milk Hotel episode, which was when um, uh, we basically talked uh, y'all into adding the Beast as a wildcard yes. option, yeah. um, Molly and I were just kind of talking about you know having animal adventures at the hotel and... I think the Virginia chili friendship is the most unexpected thing to come out of this uh, yes. podcast. That is just so dear to me. Yeah.
4: Yeah. That kind of like really blossomed in the neutral milk hotel portion and took sort of launch from there. And it was really great.
0: Ended <laughs> up becoming an extremely
2: important part of the back half of the
0: show. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say too, we're talking about like favorite moments and stuff. Oh, when Lexi, you set me up so beautifully for the Neutral Milk Hotel reveal. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. You're like, oh, boy, I'm sure I'm glad this place is just a hotel with no funny name.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh. (laughs) Anyway, uh, yeah, we're starting to run a little long here, and we have other things to record today, so we should probably get going. Uh, Let's Mac- talk about the other things we have to record today, Luke. Yeah, so Season 2 of on Playtest is coming back with on Pop uh, on April 19th. 19th, it's the 19th. I was listening
3: and I was like, none any of you have a calendar? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Calendars yeah. are for nerds. April 19th, uh, and it's the 15th when you're listening to this. But we're not taking a month off. Maxie, do you want to say what we're doing in that month?
1: So... In addition to being on Eidolon Playtest and doing the soundtrack for Eidolon Playtest last year, uh, I also ended up co-writing a tabletop RPG system of my own with another friend who's not on the show. Yes. Uh, and the way this came about was one day they was like, "Man, I've I've always wanted to have to run a game that's like." directly drawing from old JRPGs, Mm -hmm. like Chrono Trigger, Classic Final Fantasy, that kind of thing. Never found a good system for it. I was like, well, what if we just made one? So we did that. And uh, with the permission of Luke and Molly, I've been uh, running a sort of mini campaign, uh, four weeks. This is going to be the last week of recording for that, uh, as just sort of a preview of that game and what it's like. And uh, the system... We're actually finalizing layout stuff right now. It should be ready to drop next month, in April. Nice.
0: Sick. Yeah, and it's called Our Stormy Present, because you didn't say that.
1: <laughs> yes, I didn't. I was, I mean...
0: Gotta always I, be selling, Maxi! You probably should have.
1: Anyway, yes, we are going to be posting, uh, for the next four weeks, episodes of that Our Stormy Present mini-campaign thing.
0: Yeah, and it's, uh, yeah, Maxi's jamming it, and me, Lexi, Fabi, and Mike are playing, so... It's been real goofy and fun. It is very tonally different from how Eidolon usually is. How much of your typical gremlin energy
4: did you bring to your character,
0: Luke? I am playing... Uh, fuck. Do you have the character sheet? I can never remember my character's full name Cause cause it's so long. Because still... like, Luke has been a GM
4: for, for a lot of this stuff. But <laughs> I, if you're not familiar with his style as a player, uh, he, he can get just as... Uh, uh, just as uh, rambunctious as uh, any of the. I deserve
0: everything can. bad that like happens to me as a result of GMing. Yeah, one
4: hundred percent. I've got it,
0: Maxie. I've sometimes. got it. Let's see here. Uh, I am playing character a character. Archetype is the heir? Yeah, I'm the heir, and, which means uh... I am like, I you know I belong to like the ruling dynasty, but I've like forsaken it to become like a good guy. And uh, my character's name is Puddle Roy Whippleberry Doomlord the Third.
2: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> His character is the um. You know how a lot of like, aughts era sitcoms have one designated character that's just like the punching bag for everyone. Like yeah. inexplicably, <laughs> everyone hates them and no, ships on them constantly. For it's Pol- pretty. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. Polaroid deserves it, but also like we rip into him so hard. <laughs> But yeah,
0: it's uh it's it's very lighthearted and goofy, and I've had a good time doing it, and in like twenty minutes we gotta go record the finale of that, so we should go. Uh-huh. Uh but yeah, thanks so much for listening to this whole first season. We sure hope you will stick around for season two. It's gonna be good. Um, even though all the characters are definitely dead and never coming back. Uh you know when you keep saying that well it's just it's just very obviously true like the world ended. Luke, I,
2: my all the characters are dead and never coming back sure it sure has a lot of people asking questions answered by my shirt <laughs> right <laughs> it sure has a lot of people asking questions brought up by the end of the last
0: episode now, let's, yeah it's gonna be just a totally new story about like henry day eastman and uh i guess a different guy named chris and uh a different A different girl named Virginia. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. If I will not find you anything. Yeah, you. Sorry, Lexi, that we cut we're cutting you from the show. So you don't
2: have any more hey, to you play. You know now. what? You know what? I get it. Like, how do you reprise Chili the Fox? Yeah. That's
0: so true. How do you follow up? if you can't? Do that?
2: <laughs> anyway,
0: yeah. Uh, you can find us at audioentropy.com as well as Patreon.com slash idle on playtest, where you can subscribe to get a whole bunch of benefits. I'm not gonna list them out of here because I want to go eat. Uh <laughs> But uh, yeah, rate and review us on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you can do that. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow Molly at your friend Molly. You can technically try to follow Lexi at Tabletop Gamer, but she's locked, so good luck. Uh, you can follow very Maxi. exclusive club. You can follow Maxi at Maxi Satan. You can follow Chris. I mean, you can follow Dustin. <laughs> Stills the GM. You can follow me, Luke at SSJ Speed Racer. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. I mean, I won't. Well, sure. The show will see you next week. That's true. All right. I
2: mean. <laughs>
3: a show
1: related to Idol on Playtest and with several of the same people involved. We'll see you next
2: week. Yes. I just don't think shows can see things. All
0: right. We don't have time to debate this. I'm leaving. Bye.